you can lower your expectations of others, but you don't have to lower your expectations for yourself. You're allowed to have standards, right? There's a balance between acceptance of things as they are and having standards and setting boundaries to ensure your standards are met. Now, there's no one right answer about what's the right thing to accept and what's the right thing to lower your expectations for. It's really something that is individualized to the person and the situation. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC, where I coach people on how to develop healthy boundaries. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 144. You have choices. How to end your suffering by lowering your expectations. I got a message from a longtime listener, friend, and fan of the podcast asking me if I had a podcast episode on lowering your expectations because she could really use one. So shout out to Erin for suggesting this topic. At first, I was like, no, I don't have an episode on that topic, but that's a great idea. We got into a little bit of an exchange, which I'll tell you about in a moment. But then I looked into it, and it turns out I actually have four episodes about expectations. I didn't realize it was that many. But I did realize that managing my expectations has been a huge part of my recovery and is one of the foundations of my emotional sobriety, which is the best way to describe where I'm at in my recovery. I remember hearing before I ever got into recovery that expectations are premeditated resentments. And I got that, but I was like, how the fuck do I let go of expectations? I just had no idea how to do that, especially because I felt like all my expectations were reasonable. So I'm guessing that there are some of you out there who were like me before recovery. So I'm going to list the other episodes I did on expectations and briefly explain what each is about. And I'll put links to them in the show notes in case you feel like you need some extra doses for managing your expectations. I'll list them in the show notes, but let me tell you what they are first. The first episode I did about expectations was number 31, Overcoming Unrealistic Expectations. This was a huge deal for me, and it turned out that one of my gigantic defects of character was that I had ridiculously unrealistic expectations of myself, the world, and all of you. I thought things should be certain ways. And I know how to get past that now. The next episode I did was number 77, Getting Rid of Expectations After the Fact. This was a huge gift that I discovered through the process of recovery, 
when I started examining my thinking, I realized, oh my God, I had an expectation. And then I learned how to unhook myself from it after the fact. So you can learn about that there. The next episode was number 88, Expecting Fairness, which, by the way, is a setup for disappointment and resentment. The most recent episode I did on expectations was number 131, and it's called Let Go of Your Expectations of Others and Meet Your Own Needs. This has been a huge, huge, huge game changer in my recovery. All right, now let's get into the topic of lowering our expectations. And I'm going to start with why we might want to lower our expectations. Managing your expectations is about the recognition that the only thing you can change in your life is you. You can't change people, places, things, institutions, none of it. The only thing you can change is you. And if you are suffering because you have an expectation that's not being met, the way to end the suffering is to change your expectation. Now, you don't have to change your expectation, of course. You get to. But if you don't change your expectation, you will continue to suffer. Side note, I have an episode on that mind shift of get to versus have to. It's episode 62, and I'll also put a link to that in the show notes. Anyway, back to expectations. I don't know about you, but I am fucking done with suffering. I want peace. And the way that I know how to get to peace is that sometimes I need to lower my expectations. Remember, the serenity prayer helps us get the courage to change the things we can, which includes our expectations and to accept the things we cannot change, which is everything outside of us. When we start to learn to change our expectations, that is the wisdom to know the difference between the things we can and cannot change. All right, now for a couple of stories to illustrate all this stuff. In my exchange with my friend and listener about asking about lowering expectations, the example I gave about learning how to lower my expectations started from a comment from another person in recovery. We were in a 12-step study group, and she said she realized when doing step nine that her amends to her brother was to lower her expectations of him. And I was like, oh my God, that's what I need to do for my brother. Now, I don't know about that being my amends to him, but I definitely need to lower my expectations for my brother. Because I realized I expected him to live up to his potential. And he lives far, far below his potential. For those of you who are codependent, you know that we fall in love with people's potential. Not the actual person, but their potential. And I can see now that that pattern came from my family of origin. And guess what? I have an episode on that too. It's number 124 how and why to stop falling in love with people's potential. So I expected my brother to have a job commensurate with his intellect. He's one of the most intelligent people I've ever met, and he's 60 years old, and he's only had one job that, in my opinion, 
is even close to approaching something that's worthy of his intelligence. And that was when he was in community college and he was the college newspaper editor. He was fantastic at it. Every other job he's ever had has not really used his intellect at all. Now, I realized that a huge part of my difficulty with my brother was that I was judging him and in my mind anyway, condemning him for not living up to my expectations, to his potential. And so this is where I learned to accept him as he is. This is what's happening. He's not living up to his potential. And I need to let go of that expectation and deal with him as he is. When I thought about it, I realized that a huge part of his suffering is probably also because he knows he hasn't lived up to his potential. Here's something interesting. I've been collecting quotes since I was in my early 20s. So for like 35 years at least. And the very first quote I remember writing down was by Ashley Montague. And it was this, the deepest personal defeat suffered by human beings is constituted by the difference between that which we are capable of becoming and that which one has in fact become. I'll put that quote in the show notes too. Now, I feel like that is my brother's deepest personal defeat because he knows what he's capable of and yet he isn't even coming close to reaching it. So when I hold the expectation of him that he should live up to his potential, I'm only adding to his deep personal defeat. So I guess you could say it's an amends to him to let go of that expectation. I realized this is what he's like. This is how he's living and I have no say in it. It doesn't help me and it doesn't help him for me to have this expectation. When I shared all of that with my friend, she said that her situation was very different. She was having trouble with expectations of her internship because they're avoiding her attempts to communicate. And she just can't let go of the expectation that they should communicate with her. One of the things I told her is that you can lower your expectations of others, but you don't have to lower your expectations for yourself. You're allowed to have standards, right? There's a balance between acceptance of things as they are and having standards and setting boundaries to ensure your standards are met. Now, there's no one right answer about what's the right thing to accept and what's the right thing to lower your expectations for. It's really something that is individualized to the person and the situation. It depends entirely on what is important to you. It depends on your values. This is why it's so important to be clear on your values. And this is especially so when it comes to setting boundaries, because your values signal where you're going to put the boundary. It takes some experiment experimentation and you don't know until you actually lower the expectation and you see how that feels. Or you don't know until you set the boundary and you see how that feels. 
Does it feel like a situation you're comfortable with and can live with according to your values? Then that's, quote, the right thing for you in that situation. So in this situation with the internship organization that's not communicating with her, it may very well be, quote, wrong that they're not communicating. But the reality is that is what's happening. So if she continues to suffer by having the expectation that they should communicate with her, then she can keep those expectations. That's called having standards in her life. But what that might tell her is, this is not the organization for me. If I have the expectation that the communication will flow back and forth in an organization I'm involved with and it's not happening, then that tells me where the boundary goes. So maybe she needs to leave. Now, if that is not a possibility in her situation and she continues to suffer, then she gets to change her expectations and realize these people don't communicate well. But that doesn't mean she can't communicate well. She doesn't have to change her expectations for herself. She can keep the flow of information going to them and just know they suck at communicating. Now, it's really hard to know what the right thing is here. Maybe the organization is a well-oiled machine and she just doesn't have the hang of it yet. Or maybe she's not communicating with the right person. Or maybe she's right and they do suck at communicating. But the fact remains, she's not feeling the flow of communication. And she can't change that and it's causing her to suffer. So if she wants her suffering to end, if you want your suffering to end, you can choose to lower your expectation or you can decide this is not the right place for me and leave. Whatever you decide, know that if you're suffering, only you have the ability to change that. This is another example of how important it is to keep the focus on yourself. What are you doing in a situation that is causing you difficulty? This was by far the greatest gift of recovery for me, understanding my part in things. And for much of the difficulty of my life, my part was having unrealistic expectations. In her case, and maybe in your situation, dear listener, having unrealistic expectations of people, places, and things around you is causing suffering. It's not what's happening that's causing suffering. It's not the circumstances that are causing suffering. It's the expectation that there should be communication in the way she thinks it should be. When you keep the focus on yourself, that's where your lever for change is. It is only with you. And maybe, just maybe, that lever is to lower your expectations. I leave that up to you to decide. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, 
this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're going to love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-released podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.